Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The commercials are over. Yo, I haven't got all day. 869-1240. Time to get busy. This is Sports Daily on KFH. Your new radio home for K-State Athletics, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. It's that time, Sports Daily, getting all the inside information on Kansas State. Let's go now to the voice of the Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson. All right, and we welcome back Sports Daily with Wyatt Thompson, the voice of the K-State Wildcats. Happy to be here again this week with Wyatt K-State. Another night contest coming this weekend uh, coming up against TCU, they get the 6 o'clock kick. Wyatt, how are you? Well, I'm doing very well, Jacob. How are you doing, Bob? Doing good. You know, I, I know that you know what the buzz is all about here now as we uh, as we look <laughs> here locally at one of the, the great high school football players we've seen. It's funny, Wyatt. I, so I'm from the Texas Panhandle. I've uh, been here uh-huh. now a decade or so, but that's where I'm from and where I'm at and where I grew up in Amarillo, Texas Tech is – is just 90 minutes down the road. So there's a lot of tech fans in my area. A lot of my family has gone to tech and I started getting a lot of text messages uh, to the, basically to the, to the tune of uh, who is this kid? Like what, what is this freshman? And I'm just like, guys, I, I I'm telling you, I've been, I've been covering high school football for 20 years, watched Brees Hall play down the street and probably Avery Johnson, at least at the quarterback position, if not overall, is best high school football player I've ever seen. But the buzz is here, and it's real, and it's not going away now. Oh, for sure. And and you can certainly understand why. I, I've said this all week long. You know, I've had a lot of great things happen to me in my time at Kansas State in my 22nd year here. That was among them. I, I was so honored to be able to, to call that game and witness that. Um, let's remind everybody, he is a true freshman. He was playing in just his third game. It was his first ever Big 12 game. Um, it was just just an amazing thing. He looks comfortable, didn't he? <laughs> I mean, he's just uh, – yeah. it, it's amazing when you – for me personally, to watch him, uh, but yet also in the same breath, listen to these coaches talk about, you know, how good he is and how he's handled everything so exemplary. It's just 
it, it's not supposed to be this easy, but and I know it's a hard game. He'll have his ups and downs as we move forward, I'm sure, but he's made it look pretty easy so far, buddy. No doubt about that. So when we look at in, in the question now, it becomes Thompson or Johnson. I I do, th- and it was the it was you know it didn't take till now. It was the question during that game, honestly. I, I think that that you've got a quarterback battle. But I also think there is right now, and this may not stay this way forever, Wyatt, but you know, Will Howard and Avery Johnson can both, to me, present something that does make it challenging for the opposing defense. I also think there is caution to be had. We, we, the one thing we haven't seen Avery Johnson do, we don't, know if, you know, we don't know if he's ready to really push the ball down the field as a passer, right? We haven't seen him do that. And we know he has the arm for it, but until you do it, and when you still control your own destiny to get into a Big 12 championship game, I I agree that it makes sense to use both now with the asterisk that that could change at any minute when you've got the kind of athlete you have in Avery. What's your take on the quarterback, you know, position moving forward? Well, to be honest with you, I thought you summed it up pretty well, at least from my perspective, because, I mean, everybody sees Avery's talent. There's no doubt about that. But, you hit on something there. They haven't really cut him loose in the passing game yet. And yet, I think we all know he can really throw the ball. He can spin it. There's no question about that. I think I think that's a given. The, the real question is, is where is he at in the process in terms of, is he anywhere in the vicinity of a Will Howard in terms of reading defenses and how they disguise things and, and keys to that? I think that's the unknown now. Uh, as he continues to develop and gets better at that, uh, who, who knows? I, I, I think the sky's the limit. Uh, I think he, you know, we saw him the other night uh, go eight of nine, and I love the throw to, to Jace Brown. I mean, he just ripped it. He just cut it loose and, and went with it. Um, but we haven't seen him make a ton of throws yet. I think he is making very quick progress, but again, he does not have Will's experience in reading and, and people like it at this level, they do a lot of different things and it's pretty complex. Let's see how he handles this because I remember visiting a couple of different times this week with coach Klein and he says, Hey, I know people are concerned about who's going to start, but both of these guys are going to continue to play. And that's a good thing. How long though? I think that's the that's the question, well, that's Wyatt. It. Like, yeah. Yeah. W- what will and be the, the thing? thing is, how will they handle it? I, I think yeah. we need to talk about that, don't you? Because yeah. oh yeah, you know, l- let's think about what Will's been through. He led the team to a Big Twelve championship last year. The way he and 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 Adrian Martinez handled that last year was exemplary. Can we expect that to be the case again? I certainly hope so, but I don't know that we know that exactly. Uh, that that is, I think, something that um, you know. If if, if you want to continue to have a great locker room and everybody's all in this together and all of those kind of things, uh, there, there's some things to overcome there. If if, if indeed that Avery's going to start playing, and we know he's going to start playing, but but how much? I mean, if he's going to start playing a lot, now I think you you have to look at that. So. It- I, I, and that's I, I guess that becomes the challenge, right? If we need to see if mm-hmm. if Avery can can push it down the field, but that's going to be what Will Howard does. Do you are they? 
like they're not going to switch quarterbacks in the middle of a series, I don't think. So so what is the in-game part of that? I mean, I know, like simply put, if a defense plays the way Tech or probably even Oklahoma State did, that's Avery's spot, right? Like they're going to let the quarterback run. Well, now they're probably uh-huh. not going to do that. So if they defend that, is that Will Howard time? Or, or do you think they give Avery some opportunities to try and go down the field and over the top of a defense? Well, I think you have to give him opportunities, don't you? I mean, I think you just absolutely That's the only way to move that. move forward. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you you can <laughs> you could do it a whole lot of different ways and continue to take many steps. Uh, but but I, I think the coaches have seen enough of this young guy to, to say, Okay, we're gonna give him opportunity. If he struggles, then we'll deal with that. If he's really, really good, we'll we'll handle that and figure that out. I think I don't want to oversimplify it in any way, shape, or form, but you know, I, I think you've got to give him opportunity. I think the real question is here, going back to what we said before, what do they want to do right out of the gate? And what is the real matchup with these two guys against TCU? Because they have seven starters back defensively, and they're pretty good. They're physical and tough. Uh, so they, uh, not that, not that uh, Tech and Oklahoma State aren't that, but that's kind of what these guys are. They, they play mean. They play hard and physical. And so it'll be a different and unique game that way. So when we look at TCU, I, I would think that they're not going to defend K-State the way that Oklahoma State and Texas Tech defended K-State. They'll mix it up a little bit. That would I, I would think probably it's Will Howard early then. I, I just... You know, it's again, this is why I like to split. I don't know what defenses are supposed to do. How do you like if you're the opposing defensive coordinator, pick your poison. Which poison would you pick? I, I think I'd make them throw the ball. Well, that's an interesting thought, too, because if you go back to the beginning of the year and you're talking about K-State offensively. And, and let's say maybe two or three games in, what would you say was K-State's strength at that point? It was probably yeah. throwing the ball, Right. I don't know that that's necessarily still the same case today. And I, I say that based on, you know, they've had some issues with, uh, you know, receivers getting separation, uh, especially, you know, against man press, which uh, we're going to see some. Uh, and, and then I think the run game has started to come along. Um, you have to, I, I guess, equate how much of that is Avery, how much of that is the running backs, how much of that is Will. And <laughs> it's probably a little bit of all of the above. I, yeah. I'm not sure who will go out there first, but I do have a sense that, you know, it's, it's it, I think they're going to let both guys really play. And we saw the game at Tech when Avery, when, when Avery started having success in the third quarter, they just rode that horse as, as long as they could. And, and I get it. And, and will they do that this week, regardless of which guy is, you know, having the most success, I guess that's the way I would see it. But again, I guess we'll have to let it play out. So the interesting thing about this conversation and every conversation in the last week that I've had is we've spent all this time on Mm -hmm. this spot and and it's the most high profile. It's the local kid. He's, you know, this, I I get all of that, but the elephant in the room here is the, is the defense and it's got to get a whole lot better if K-State's going to hang in there in the big 12 race. Well, I th- you may disagree with this, but I think they are getting better. Um, I thought they. I don't know what to think forward. about the defense. I mean, they gave up 480 yards to Texas Tech. 
Yeah, but on 79 plays. That's true. That's a good point. That's, yeah. that's the point yeah, yeah. that you have to look at. I mean, again, I'm not trying to say they're the, you know, the, you know, the 60s Packers or the 70s Steelers. I don't mean it that way. But I think they've been good for the most part. Not dominant, but good against the run. Uh, they've, they've made some progress with their uh, play in the secondary. They've had some issues at linebacker and continue to have that at, you know, in, in terms of injuries and what have you. So it has been a little bit rougher than I think they uh, were, were expecting it to be because, you, I mean, you don't go into it expecting to lose Daniel Green and now, now you've got Austin Romaine all dinged up. Who knows how much he'll be able to play. That's significant. Um, but I, I, you know what? Jacob Perry, having him back last week was a big, significant thing. Keenan Garber played his best game at corner at K-State. Um, those other two guys, I think, are, are coming along maybe a little bit slower than, than Keenan, but he's been around here a lot longer. Do they have to be better? Yeah, but I do also argue that they've been better and, and, and still with a ways to go. Well, and that's interesting to hear you say that because you're you're paying you know as close attention to it as you can. So when I look at it, I'm like, okay, they looked great, right, in the opening two games, albeit against you know Semo and Troy, and then in the four yeah. games since, when it's been the Power Five and the they've given up 400 yards at least in all four of those games. So I guess where I struggle is okay. Like, so they're not as good as maybe we thought they could be at the beginning of the year. What are they? And then is whatever it is that they are going to be good enough to, one, beat Texas? Because that's probably what it's going to take to get into a Big 12 championship game. And if not that, even to hang around the top of the league, I guess that, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, is it good enough to stay in that stratosphere of the Big 12? That's perfectly said, because I don't think we know that. Uh, I, I think we're all hopeful, but I, I do think that, you know, <laughs> th- there are a lot of things that go into this. But let's go back to the game with, with Tech. One of the things that I thought kind of went under the radar a little bit, in all honesty, is that, again, I'll be repetitive here, but the secondary was better. I don't think you, if you look at sack numbers or whatever, anybody's going to look and say, wow, they were really good at Tech. But they beat the you-know-what out of that quarterback in the first half to, to the point where he couldn't play very much, if at all, in the second. And that's a significant piece. I, I still am a believer in that defensive front. I, I think Uso is playing well. I think they've got in rotation four defensive ends that are pretty good and some depth there. Um, that 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 is, for me, where it starts. Um, Again, even with Romaine, the, the good news is, is on the outside of him, those other two guys, Desmond Purnell and Austin Moore, are playing really good football. So that's a decent thing there. Um, that, that's not bad. Um, Kobe Savage ha- has, in all honesty, I think maybe our expectations of him were pretty high, maybe too high in the beginning because he was coming off November ACL. But he's starting to play now like he did last year one thing that has happened too that i don't know that everybody understands this and and i (laughs) i'll preface this by saying i am not a football x's and o expert or coach 
But this defense has been better since they made that switch with B.J. Payne and Kobe Savage. It's just been better. It, it's helped B.J. a lot because that's where he played last year. That's where his experience was. That was a good move. Jacob has done a really good job there. Um, and if the, the other guys come along, then you, you, you do have hope. One other factor that I have to be honest and say, it's turned out that Brady Cook and Mizzou are pretty good. Did you notice they just won at Kentucky? Yep. Yep, yep. I mean, you got to take everything uh, into consideration here because are they they as good as as we want them to be? No, not yet, but they are fighting. And I just know in the time that I've been around here with with Kleiman and Klanderman and Van Malone, those guys can coach, man. And I think that secondary will get better. They they just will. Oklahoma State just beat Kansas, too. I mean, cautionary tale on going to Stillwater. I, I get that. Um, TCU is interesting. I, in all honesty, have not watched a second of TCU football since the Colorado game to start the year. Um, Mm -hmm. they've been pretty up and down sort of what, what I expected them to be this year, at least, you know, on paper, what, what do you know about the Horn Frogs and what are they going to do this weekend? Well, it is a, a total fair statement to say they've been inconsistent. I think the whole world was caught off guard with what happened with Colorado there in the opening weekend. Um, there's a lot of things that have happened since then. I would tell you that Colorado has maybe regressed some. I think TCU has probably gone the other way. I think the wild card here is, is the quarterback position because they were playing decent football with Chandler Morris. And then with Hoover now, uh, who's a redshirt freshman, they are just happy as they can be just throwing it all over the lot and playing very, very fast. I think that will be a, a unique thing here uh, and how K-State handles that uh, in the game tomorrow night. I don't think they run it anywhere near what they did a year ago with Kendra Miller and with Max Duggan. So they're different there. They lost two pros in the offensive line. Not to say that they're not a solid offensive line, because I think they are, but they're not as dominant as they were last year. Uh, and then they've got seven starters back on defense and the same coordinator. They also have offensive coordinators changed too. So they are different. Um, I, I, it, it, it's obvious to say this. They're not what they were last year. Uh, are they an upper third team in the big 12? Uh, you could, <laughs> you could probably Good. argue that a while. I don't know that they are right now though. Uh, Good luck they, trying to figure they, that they, out. Make no the mistake, way. dude. They've got some, they've got some skill in the skill positions. How do you figure out the the tiers of the Big 12 right now? Like, good luck. I mean, I think we know the top tier, right? looks like it's Texas and Oklahoma. And then, man, we all thought West Virginia and Iowa State were going to stink, and then here they are. And, like, I I, I got nothing. I have no idea. No idea what to think of the Big 12 this year. Uh, It's been a month. I thought that West Virginia was going to be bad, and I think it was a little premature to think Oklahoma State and Iowa State were just going to lay down and do nothing. That's not how they operate. No, especially not at home. Uh, exactly. Okay, it's speaking of being at home, it's been a month. I mean, it has been between a bye and two straight road games. It will be two days short of a calendar month since K-State's yeah. played a home game. That that's I think that's a factor here. Is there? Is it almost, do you think there's any, like, you know, comparable effect to, like, the home opener of a season to go that long and then to get back there as far as an energy level? in the in the you know in the park this weekend 
That's an interesting question. I hadn't really thought about it from that perspective, but I can tell you this. Visiting with our coaches and players over the last several days, they really are excited to be back home. Um, and, and I think the way you equated that to an opening night is probably pretty legitimate because most people don't have to go, you know, two days short of a month to play, you know, a home game. But that's exactly what has happened. Um, this place will be jumping, I think. Uh, they're excited about Avery. Uh, I, I think yeah. winning at Tech excites them, or at least I hope it did. Uh, that's a hard place to play and not an easy place to, to win at. But K-State's, you know, done a pretty good job of, of taking care of the Red Raiders of late. I hope people appreciate that. And I, I think they're going to see two, got two uh, football programs that are really fighting. Uh, it, it's Harley night. There's nothing not to like. I, I think we'll be packed here, sold out. And I just think it's going to be really high-level excitement. I, I do. So we got a 6 o'clock kick again. What do you guys have coming up for us here on the K-State Radio Network tomorrow night? Well, I'm excited for our pregame show, and I, I say that every week, and, and, and there's so much going on. But as per usual, you'll hear from Coach Kleiman and our coordinators. Uh, that, that is always great. Um, I, I talked to Keenan Garber this week and also to Treshawn Ward, and I, I'm very intrigued by both of those guys. Treshawn seems to be as healthy as he's been all year. Had a really nice game the other, the other night at Tech. And Keenan's um, one of the fastest guys on our team. I think a really good teammate on this club, and and uh, so we'll feature that and uh, lots of things going on. It's really a cool stretch here because we've waited almost a month, but now we get back-to-back home games, and this is Hardy night, as I mentioned, and then next week is homecoming when Houston comes in. So looking forward to the next couple of weeks. All right, Wyatt Thompson, voice of the Wildcats. We'll see how much of the kid we see. We'll see if K-State uh, can make it two in a row and come back with a – with a fury, we appreciate the visit. As always, good luck on the call this weekend, and who knows what we'll be talking about next week. Yeah, that's that's well said because I I think a lot of a lot is on the table here, right? I mean that that's that's an obvious statement, but I I'm, I'm I think everybody is talking about this, whether you're a K State fan or a KU fan or whatever it might be. Everybody kind of wants to know how this is going to play, and and I'm I'm, the- I'm on the list too. For the future of this team, for the future of this conference, for potentially the next three years. like It it is a storyline to watch for sure. All right, Wyatt, we appreciate it. Have a good call this weekend, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, partner. I appreciate it. There goes Wyatt Thompson, voice of the Wildcats. You'll hear him uh, this weekend as K-State gets ready to take on TCU and the local uh, superstar Avery Johnson. Going to play to some capacity. Uh, K-State coach is not tipping their hand at all this week, so we'll just have to see on Saturday. All right, we'll come back. Uh, we'll get into the Chiefs just a little bit. Of course, we'll talk more about that. we got picks coming at the top of the hour. On the way out, Jad, let's, uh, let's give away some HTO here. How about it? Let's give away a coffee and a tea today. So we've got uh, two opportunities here for you to try HTO. The iced tea available at Wichita West, East, and in Derby. Uh, you can get your hands on that. It is more than 25 flavors. The two new fall flavors, uh, peach cobbler, apple pie. Check them out. And you can also check out the HTO Brew House, which is all the coffee drinks. If you're an iced coffee person, got you covered. All kinds of iced coffee. I'm a black coffee drinker. I think it's the best around. Uh, you know, no, no intended bias there. I really do. I drink it every morning. I'm drinking it right now. 
uh, here on the show. Uh, okay, so let's do first caller. You can get the coffee at HTO Wichita East or in Derby. The tea's good for Wichita West, East, or Derby. 869-1240 on that IHOP hotline. Jad will get us a winner. We'll come back more Sports Daily right after this. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.